Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery in Bellevue. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Jason of Seattle Wine Exchange. Hello. And our special guest host, Amalia of Femme City. Hello. And Sonara, marketing consultant and fashion industry expert. Hello. Hello, hello. And then, of course, our Gunnar, who is being the perfect host, handing out wonderful um, wine tasting to everybody who actually shows up tonight. Yes. One of the perks of showing up. Love, love, love it. Um, today, we're going to be um, taking calls. If you want to give us a buzz, 323-843-6090. We're going to be talking on um, events and entertainment, being yes. a socially savvy event attender and throwing a socially savvy event. We're at the lovely Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery here in Bellevue. Guess what they got on the wall? Isn't it beautiful? I, I want it. one of these. Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. He is one of the only authorized dealers, or I believe the author, only authorized dealer in Washington State to have Dr. Seuss in, yes. only in for three weeks. And some amazing, I mean, you think Dr. Seuss, you think all the pictures from the books, and there's one, we call it Naughty Kitty. Naughty Kitty. <laughs> that is quite naughty. <laughs> and it's not just art, like paintings or drawings. There's actually also uh, sculpture as well yeah, here on the wall. Yeah, they I look that. like heads. We're looking at, uh, for those listening in, we're looking at, you think of those uh, fish on the wall that you yes. normally see, the swordfish and all that? Well, these aren't exactly... The same. Yeah, we got a flaming herring and a sludge tarpoon. And what's that my one over there? Is, I call it the dodo bird. That's my favorite. Ah, the and dodo then bird. my husband loves the moose over there. Nice. We're arguing about him buying it. He wants to buy it, and I'm like, we've got to wait. But, <laughs> you know, art makes you feel better, so buy it. <laughs> So, you know, you know, we're leading into this, uh, for those that live over here in Washington, leading into the Woodenville Wine Country Passport to Woodenville. Love, love, love this event. It's like the kickoff to spring. Yes. And speaking of which, so one of our sponsors, we'll be doing some interviews from them this ne- this upcoming weekend. I know. We're really yes. super excited. We're going to be, Socially Savvy is going to be on location Saturday yes. and Sunday. We're going to be randomly interviewing different um, wineries as well as um, anybody who's brave enough to yes. walk up to the microphone. Come talk to us. So let's start off while we're... Uh, Sober. Uh, Sober. <laughs> well, we also can't forget our other sponsors, Pop Chips, Never Baked, Always Popped, Think Popped. Love it. So let's start with a little house wine. We're not talking about the house wine that your dad has there in the basement. We're talking house wine from Charles Smith. Now, if you ever seen Charles Smith, he's got like wild hair. And if you go over there, you know, to his winery. Crazy. He reminds me a lot of Einstein. Yes. <laughs> he's a little nutso. He's the one who has rock and roll in his wine tasting. It's not like the classical, oh, a little jazz. No, he's like rock and roll, heavy duty. So we're going to start off with the 2009 Chardonnay. For those that are listening, sorry, you have to come down if you want to taste it. That's the only way to do it. House Wines is one of our sponsors for the next um, several months. And anytime we're in a gallery or in a location that uh, we can serve, you're going to get a chance to taste their wine. So this one's going to be a lot of fun. So I, I'm i not a big Chardonnay fan, but one of the things that I have learned about uh, Washington Chardonnays is they're not your atypical Chardonnay. And no. this is no exception. I like it. I'm, I'm not typically a fan because of all the buttery, oaky notes, but this is lighter and more refreshing. Well, it's from Columbia Valley, which is a little more drier than, say, the Red Mountains or the Fraser Hills and you have that. And this is uh, in steel, so it's not oaked, but it's got a nice, soft mellow to it, slightly uh, cantaloupe. That's uh, what it is. A little apple, little little Granny Smith apple, so it's got a little bit of a tart. And it's good, best chilled, you know. And when we see chilled, you know, just put in a bucket of ice. It doesn't have to be frozen. It's not like, you know, vodka or gin. <laughs> don't don't throw it in the freezer. No. <laughs> no. If you would, you could. But, you know, it's very tasty for those that are enjoying it. So, and hey, so I'm looking on the table here. I know we have food some, already. Uh, food here? 
Oh we are so spoiled. I love um, the the networking that goes on in Bellevue. And when I say, you know, everybody knows I'm not a big fan of networking just because when you say the word, most people don't have the savviness to do it right. But yes. I'm sitting in a room full of people who definitely know how to do it right. And yes. Bellevue has gotten, the, the businesses around here really know how to take to the next level. And Sweet is no exception. Yes. They are one of our sponsors and they have brought us over for our listeners and ourselves. Their sliders, yes. Their flatbread with um, that really thinly um, sliced meat. What is that again? Carpaccio, Yes, prosciutto and um, quesadillas. It's a chicken quesadillas with a uh, chipotle. Chipotle. Right. Oh yes. And uh, you know what? You should just suck it up. Oh, I mean, suck it up. Cupcakes. Oh. Yes. Suck it up. Cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> I say it that way because. You got a five. She only brought six. No, yeah. she only brought six to our table. Everybody else gets the rest of the cupcakes. No, they're good. The host, they look really good. good. They're really good. So we'll be tasting them and in know. just a little bit. Yes, yep. and then we'll also have her tell us about what makes her so special compared to everybody else out there. I mean, quite literally. Everything looks so yummy. So it is sweet lounge. They have a late. Let's see here. Is it April twenty second yet? Nope. Nope. It's coming up. Late night happy hour. Starting on the 22nd. Yep, from 10 to 12, they're going to include the same food that's on the regular happy hour with $3 beers, $4 well drinks, and um, one of the red and the white house wines. On Sundays, if you happen to work in the area, which would be the Bellevue Collection employees, we're talking Bellevue Square, Lincoln Town Center, and over here at the Hyatt, they have an industry night on Sundays, as well as 20% off regular food items for us. So if you are working in the Bellevue area, it is um, a great place to come and, you know, hang out with your friends. We just did, uh, I work for a company that is in the Bellevue collection, and we did a going away party for a girlfriend yesterday, and uh, it was so much fun. It was laid back. It was relaxed. It was was good. Can't forget about our administrative assistants that help us out. You know, they help me out, you know. Oh, yes. That's what's coming at Socially Savvy News. Yep. We have April 23rd through the 27th is Administrative Assistance Week. So uh, another word, they had to make secretary sound better because that's what we started out as. And so... <laughs> they, they're now, now they're starting to become interns. Yeah, know, right? well, no? you have interns. So basically, you know, this is the week that, in uh, the 23rd through the, the 27th is the week that anybody who really is there for you, kind of picking up the pieces, keeping it together for you, and getting things, you know, just kind of tying it all together for you, that's when you want to say thank you. And it is perfect timing because we're just coming out, um, finishing up Seattle Restaurant Week as well. That is going to be going through the end of this Friday. Yes. For those that haven't seen it, seattletimes.newsource.com, Seattle Restaurant Week. And there's over 150 restaurants that are participating with three courses for $28. $28, 150 restaurants. It's nuts. You can't, I don't think you can go to 150 restaurants in two weeks. I don't think you could go to it, but you could do lunch, a late lunch and then a late dinner maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and you could hit, well, lunch, I don't know. It was over two weeks. You'd be, you'd be spending a lot of time out. Yeah, yeah. A lot of time out. Okay, so today's topics, socially savvy events. Um, We're going to start with attending them. What's acceptable, what's not, when you're going to public events. And we have Sonara, who is going to talk to us about some of her upcoming fashion and network events. She also features nonprofit events. And we're going to talk about how to behave when you're going to these events. Um, No way. it, It bothers me that we even have to bring it up, but... Because we've become such a casual nation and we have no boundaries, I think it's really important as a culture that we start putting these boundaries out there. It's not to say that there's not exceptions. It's not to say that there's not, you know, changes of conditions. But if you walk into a public event with a certain thought process of of being socially savvy, and, of course, what that means is when you're out socially, everybody around you should feel comfortable. That's all being socially savvy is. If you do something to make somebody uncomfortable, you're no longer savvy. You become a problem. So with that said. Well, thank you, LB, for having me. I'm so excited. I was just joking about how I want to be invited every week because with all this food and wine, my goodness. Um, I'm so excited. Well, I think it goes both ways. I think it's the responsibility of the person who's putting the event to um, make it very clear on the invitation clear and of what concise. is expected. <laughs> Not just concise, yes. but what is expected, what is the dress code, what is the mood of the event. And for me, when I do events, I think about 
every step of the way, every detail. So it yeah. starts with the invitation until they leave. And then on the other side, if you're attending the event, read that um, invitation very closely and think about it. If they're saying it's a cocktail event, then please follow the rules. Yeah. You know, if they're saying it's a gala, which I know in Seattle, gala means very different things to very different people. Um, but just respect it. I recently went to a launch event on Thursday, and it was black and white attire required. And half of the people were in color. And it's like, yeah. okay, did you just read it? Obviously, they're trying to create some emotion, you know, a, a, a certain ambience. But on the other end, the host also has to deliver on what they say they're going to promise. I cannot tell you how many events I go to, and they're so hyped up about how great it's going to be and how exciting. And then you go there, and it's totally it's disappointment. It's just dead, yeah. Well, and I think so. you make a really good point, too, as um, I know that uh, Tracy with Chick Chat, she's one of our co-hosts for the show. Hello, Tracy. And we, um, I had the pleasure of working with um, a mid, a non-midsummer night, the uh, masquerade with her in the last couple of years, and she is adamant, and she says that on the invite, you, there is no admittance without a mask. This is a masquerade. And there are so many people who throw events who are afraid to say, this is what it is. They go, well, you know, I paid 400 for a ticket. I don't care. I've told you what it is. This is a private thing. We are putting this on. If you... I'm sorry if you can't play by the rules. You can't play in the sandbox. Yeah. And and I don't think we should be afraid to say that. I think we, that if we're the one doing it, then that should be okay. Well, I think if as a host you set a certain sort of rules, then you have to follow through and you have to enforce it. Because the thing is that you might get people to your event the first time, but if they've gone and you've disappointed them, you lose the integrity. Go the exactly. So for me, the quality of the event is really important. It's the enforcement, it, you're right, because a lot of uh, nice events that say black tie only, and then they show up and, you know, slack, and it's like, really? Come on. You know, I know, and I'm sorry. I don't I don't mean to offend any Seattle people, but I'm from New York City, and I always find it interesting that we say gala or black tie, and people show up in cocktail dress. No, cocktail I, dress what, is not a, it's not a black tie. I'm I agree. Sorry. I agree. And I think, uh, here's the thing. I think a lot of people, and we do this a lot on the show, um, when we're going in and we're talking about something that really descriptive, I'll actually put in, and we will go over the definition, Webster's definition of what a certain you know, yes. thing is. Like yeah. gala, I think it's a perfect example. If you have not ever been to a gala event, then you need to let your fingers do the walking. The internet is, I mean, yeah. sit outside the library. You can jack into the internet for free. I mean, you can jo- Joey's, you know, pretty much any restaurant. You can jack into the internet for free, you know, with your cute little smartphone and look up the definition. Understand what it is that they're trying to create so that you can be a part of it instead of being, you know, separating yourself going, oh, well, you know, I don't claim you didn't know because it just makes you look like an ass. <laughs> and, and, and be the one to make the event better. Exactly, and that's what it's all about. I've been to events where, you know, when I first moved here, I felt like I was always overdressed, and I felt like I had to apologize, and I've taken the opposite. Yeah, I'm like, you I never apologize, apologize for yeah. looking like crap. I'm sorry, because, you know, I'm actually not overdressed. You're underdressed, so please, oh, you know, definitely. go home and change. I would never say that to anybody, but that's what I'm thinking. Well, <laughs> and the first time I went to the Nutcracker, I was so excited. I had a tailored suit. It was this beautiful burgundy. I still have it. I had a matching um, big-brimmed hat. I had beautiful patent leather black shoes. I was so excited. It was my first time. This was like maybe 10 years ago. I'd never been in the Nutcracker. I dressed to the nines with my best friend, walked in the door, and I'm not even kidding you. The first person I saw was was tipping the scales at 350 in, in sweats. And... You know what? I, I don't true. mean to, to focus on the weight, but, but here's the bottom line. If you, I, I was dumbstruck. The sweat it just, it, it just, it, to me, it was like a complete lack of respect yeah. for you the event. You lost a lot yeah. of the formality yeah. of going out yeah. and yeah. having a good time. Yeah. When you go to the show, you have a nice meal. You know, you're usually yeah. with a date, you know, yeah. and you're having fun. Yeah. And, you know, that formality is lost, yeah. you know. Well, you know, I hear a lot in Seattle about us being individuals and that everybody's an individual. I'm like, you can still be an individual and show your personality and still follow the rules. Okay, you can do something fun with an accessory or a pop of color or something, but follow the rules. There's no reason why you have to be such an individual that you're going to show up in tivas and socks because yes. that just doesn't fly. It doesn't, it's not part of what a, you know. <laughs> I agree. Also being aware of your surroundings, too, you know, when you go to these events. We went to go see Phantom of the Opera, and even if you just dress really nice, you still have to, you know, look fit the part. So Most definitely. So in terms of event, oh my goodness, there are so many events in Seattle, and I particularly have my site focused on fashion events, 
uh, nonprofit events and um, some networking events. And I kind of handpick my networking events because, like like you said, you know, some people know how to do networking, right, and other people don't. <laughs> yeah, not and so much. So, but um, <laughs> you can go to my website, sonara.com, and I know that's really difficult, but it's C-Y-N-A-R-A-H.com. In our event calendar, we have tons of events there, but I'll highlight a few from um, – this week, tomorrow, uh, Rosaline Hampton and Seattle Fashion uh, Group International. Oh, you're going to cover events? I don't have to now. <laughs> oh well, I thought you wanted me to talk about some of them. So we uh, that one's happening here in Bellevue, and they're going to talk about beauty trends in hair and makeup, and they're going to talk about how sort of the international trends translate into into uh, Seattle fashion. Um, there's a couple of uh, trunk shows happening over the next few weeks. Um, one is for Cameron Levin happening next Thursday. This coming Thursday, there's one for Bree Seely. Those are local fashion designers. So uh, for those listeners, what is a trunk show? A trunk show. All righty. So basically, the way it's What should you it come was, to expect? It was yeah. literally it was literally back in the days. It was literally a trunk show where designers took merchandise that they couldn't sell and they put it in the trunk and they showed up at one of the one of the uh, locations where their stuff is being sold at and they just would show the stuff that they have. So now for local designers, it's a great way to showcase their work and try to nice. sell some of it without having to put on a big production around a fashion show. On your website, are there links to those fashion there designers? There's links. There's information in terms of some of them are paid events, some of them are not. Nice. But um, we usually give you the basic information, and then we link off to wherever they need to be linked off of. Well, and Socially Savvy has recently created a new group page called Socially Savvy Eastside Events and Entertainment. Um, and so we definitely encourage you to add all of your events so that everybody can have one location where they can go, and then they can also find you, too. Yes. So, and I post a lot of them there, too. Thank I you know. I love that. that. I, love I have so many. I don't want to be, like, you know, spamming your page. No, 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 no. I, I, the, the thing about the group page is I tell everybody you can put up an event once, not a problem. Any event is... The only thing that we talk that we ask is that it be something that the East Siders are going to enjoy. So, yes. you know, baccarat. I don't know if that would be something that anybody would even really understand. But and you can know. I ask you a question? But those are events that people on the East Side would might want to go to. Yes, it's, it's not necessarily restricted to the east side. It's just what would interest them. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of events that would send me over to Seattle, so that's, yeah, I love that. Right. So if you're talking about these trunk shows and stuff, what would be, what's something that you feel a lot of people kind of maybe miss when they're attending these events? I think people miss it. You know, don't just go for the champagne and cupcake. You know, before you go to them, you know, there's two reasons why you want. Either you want to learn more about the designers or if you already know the designers are really there to try to sell some stuff. So, you know, try to see. Maybe you can't afford all the pieces, but try to get something. So make an effort because they're putting, you know, they're spending money. A lot of time to, and effort and money. To put, it, uh, to put it together to bring the food. So it would be nice if you guys could, could buy. So maybe just research the designer before you go to see if it's somebody that you really want to support. That's interesting. Just like when we talk about wine or food, ask questions. Yeah. I, I agree. That's a good one. So here in Seattle, we like to thank Cascade Ice, zero calories, and they're up to 12 flavors, I think. Two know. two calories. Two calories. Well, some two are zero. Calories. There's some that are zero calories. Did you know oh, that? I did not know that. Yes. They're really good. And they have mixers, so you can take it and mix it with your... With I know. We have them coming into our swag bags again here real soon, don't Ooh, we? Yummy, yummy. So they're one of our sponsors that we just love to have. They're very good. Yummy. Any other events? Oh, there's so many. Um, <laughs> the Bellevue Bellevue Collection is going to have oh, a yes, big fashion show, trend fashion show. On Bella Saturday. V- Bella's View, she invited me to that. I'm Bella's very excited View. to check that out. <laughs> yes, uh, and then I think uh, just uh, I think there's a really great networking event next Wednesday morning. It's called the Death of Networking. And the reason I like it is because I know a lot of the people that are going to be on the panel are people that really are connectors and not really don't look at networking from that sort of like, what can I do for you? Uh, what can I do from, you know, what can you do for me as opposed to the other way around? And it's going to be at the um, oh, a gal show. It's 7.30 to 9.30 in the morning next Wednesday morning, and I'm very excited wow. about that one. They have a really great panel of experts that are going to be talking about how to do you know, networking the How right way. How to do it the right way. And, Absolutely. you know, and being socially savvy, we love that. We're going to try to pop into that um, yeah. in the yeah. morning before we head into work. So but. I'm really excited about that one. One of the biggest events happening in Seattle on April 27th is actually the Luli Yang 10-year anniversary. Luli Yang, if you all know, she's probably one of our most celebrated designers in the area. And um, it's just a very high-end, awesome. All her events are really great, but with this 
being the 10-year anniversary, they're going all out. I know a portion of the proceeds is going to one of the nonprofits, and I'm sorry, I don't have all of the information. It's all on my website, but it's going to be a right. great event, and every, there's a lot of excitement around it. Hey, just to recap real quick, the Death of Networking is going to be at the Bellevue El Gaucho, Bellevue, by the way, Gaucho. guys. Absolutely Bellevue. love it. They have parking down below, and they do validate if you're at the El Gaucho. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. And awesome. then the two other events that I'm really excited about um, – our May 11th, there is a Women of Color Empowered Lunch in Seattle. And so me being a... A female. A female <laughs> and a Latina, I fit to a bill. So, um, I'm very excited about that one as well. And then um, Agua Brava Swimwear, another local designer of swimwear, is having her fashion show at Seaside Lounge at May 12th. Awesome. And then I think Amalia is going to talk about the trends event for Westfield South Center. Yes. But yes. Seattle Fashion Group International also has an event on that day when they're talking about the false trend. And they're going to have a panel of experts talking about how we translate those, um, all the trends that came out of all the fashion weeks around the world in February for the fall and how do we translate those into Seattle fashion. And that's May Oh, that's going to be 16. way fun. May 16 as and well. Theoretically, you could go to both because I, I was think gonna say, yours you can starts from a little one. bit earlier. Okay, but my husband's birthday is on that day. So no, I won't be able to go. He's not even listeners. going. Listeners can go to both, theoretically. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were yeah. talking about me. I'm like, yeah. No. Oh, I love uh, it. And then May 18th, Amalia, uh, who's here, and I are both on the board of the Latino Community Fund, and we have our fundraiser which is their second year, and that's May 18th at the Arctic Hotel. And we're very excited because it's a beautiful venue. And, uh, I know Socially Savvy's really excited to be involved this year because yes, we've been going after you. sponsors, and we've got some wine that we're going to yeah. be able to help you guys auction off. And, and that you, is Obi. a gala. Thank you. That is a gala, yes. even though we know that people are going to show up in cocktail dresses. No, they're not. No, they're not. Nara will we're be at the door that. if you are improperly I will be a fashion police. So. We're going to be, we're gonna be blogging on no, the invitation. But it will be great. Mayor Mike McGinn is our welcome. Welcome speaker, and Yay, we have a lot of fun. And we politicians have and community leaders. And we have Missy Fair as one of our hosts. Awesome. Um, so we're really excited. We'll have some entertainment. There'll be some salsa dancing at the end if oh. people really like salsa dancing. I'm so and totally going. And the sweet here, who donated the food today, uh -huh. has donated an auction item for us as an auction at the I gala. I love them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're so awesome. And we're so grateful for your help, Olvi, in trying to help us secure some auction items because oh, are you kidding? that's going to be so helpful for they, us. Those are the types of events that Socially Savvy is all about, is you know, getting in the community, supporting your community, and you know, helping. That's the whole point. Thank you. know, you. Making everybody comfortable. So, Malia, we're going to bounce right over to you. Oh, boy. Now, you put on events and promote with your company, Blue Shoes Media. I do. And you are also sitting on the board of Femme City. Yeah, I'm the Seattle chapter president of Fem City. She's not just on the board. Um, and okay, I'm on the board of the Latino Community Fem. She is running it. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to make it into something everybody will know and love. So, you know, you've got quite a diverse, you know, group of, of events that you go to and handle yeah. and put on. Now, tell us some of the things that you see that sometimes people, it seems to escape their their common sense thought process sure. when attending well, an event. you know, I think this is maybe... A generational thing. It might be just a <laughs> Seattle thing, but it spans from my 10 year old's birthday party to, say, the gala. But it's the lack of RSVP that oh. drives oh, me up yeah. the wall. We did that you show know, three Don't drop ago. your kid two off weeks ago. without RSVPing. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, the Northwest is notorious for not knowing how to RSVP. And the thing about it is, like, if you've put event, you know how nerve-wracking it is to not know until the last minute how many yeah. people show up. Oh, yeah. You how have much to food. deal with catering, food, oh, yeah. and everything. And then, you know, Every and I week love it we when, have that. Every week. <laughs> and you never know what to expect. So you'll get, like, hundreds of RSVP, and 10 people will show up. Or you get no RSVP, and 100 people will show up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, really? Oh, yeah. Like, you've been through this, people. I know all of you have been I through this. <laughs> I think it's a be nice thing. It's the be nice. Like, I'm an RSVP, yes. Because I like you, and I'm I'm gonna go, but then well, forget about it, maybe not go, well, or I, I, I'm not gonna say no because I want to be nice. But it's yeah. okay to say no. No, we we talked about it. It's in the okay show to say no. That um, there's two reasons people RSVP yes and don't show up. Number one, they think that they're showing support for an event, and they have not done the math to figure out that for every yes, you are spending money, your time, yes, energy for getting making sure there's a place for them, there's food, there's swag. There's a lot that goes into it that people are forgetting. The second reason people say yes and don't show up to events is because they want to put on the persona that they are something that they are not. And we finally started uh, on the show that we did, RSVP, and we talked about it. You can RSVP no, and guess what? I don't have to have an answer. 
why. All you have to do is say no. You don't have to explain why. There's no reason to explain why. The only time you need any kind of an explanation is if there's a maybe so that you can let the host maybe, you know, I don't know what my work schedule is going to be, but yeah. Yeah, and I find that interesting when people start saying, no, I can't because of that. I'm like, don't, because then they start posting all these no. Yeah, and nobody it makes cares. Feel like, well, but it yeah. makes us feel like your event is a failure because nobody's going. But because the people that are going, they're not, they usually don't, they don't, don't, really, they don't, they yeah. don't say yes and they yeah. don't put anything. I think the other thing, too, is that I think some people don't really read the full information. Oh, and I a lot agree. of times they'll I say agree. yes, but they don't realize that there's a cost attached to it. So then like, oh, well, I don't want to pay. Or well, where it is. Oh, exactly. So they should, again, it goes back to reading the information. Yeah. That's yeah. where it's important. Uh, two shows ago we talked about within yeah. the first paragraph to have the most important information right at top, especially on Facebook because you only get four sentences bit. and then there's like... And then they have to hit... Yeah, and then, true. oh, God forbid, they have to hit the more, more information, information button. <laughs> and again, we'll, we'll say it again. It is okay to say no. And, and being from or, or maybe. Or maybe. Yeah, we it's fine. It. I'm going to yeah. say something and I hope I don't, again, don't offend anybody from Seattle being Oh, here. you know what? We, it, feel you don't like, have to worry about that. I just feel I like a lot of times, I'm sorry, Seattle's a very clicky society, and I feel that a lot of times the yeah. reason why this happened is because everybody's waiting to see where everybody else is going. Oh, I totally like, agree with that. Yeah. Can you be the leader? Yeah. Do you always have to be the follower? Because <laughs> no, we had the same talk, too. We had On Facebook, they, they turned off, because you can turn off who's showing up in your yeah. event, yes. and nobody would go until they turned it on, because everybody's true. It's like, well, I'm not going to go. Nobody's going to go. God forbid, you should okay. make your own decisions. And you know what, for me, another etiquette that I've actually have started to think, especially when it comes to networking, I mm-hmm. start I stop inviting my friends because I would invite all my friends and then I feel like I'm babysitting as oh, opposed yeah. to really making. So now I've decided that I'll invite like one person so that in case I'm feeling a little uncomfortable, which is not me at all, <laughs> I can... I can actually have somebody that I can go to if I'm not feeling comfortable talking to people on an event. But I found that, you know, I invite so many people sometimes because I want them to take advantage of the event that I end up not making the connections or not really focusing on what I'm trying to do there because I'm too busy socializing, getting everybody else around. Yeah. So I think you you, you become think a host about. in an event you're trying to attend. Exactly. So yeah. you need to think about that, especially when it comes to networking events. Yeah. So with Good. that said, yes. What else? I was uh, going to ask you, so what else does Blue Media, I, can I see, I was looking, I'm sneaking, I'm oh. looking on her website. <laughs> the music. Oh, yeah. She's so cool. We do lots of entertainment and lifestyle. We started in music in late 2004 in, in Los Angeles, and then when the music industry changed a lot, we transferred over to a lot of more lifestyle, and that's how I connected with Sonaro through fashion stuff. But, yeah, so we put on... Well, we help to put on events, I would say. <laughs> and you promote um, them a lot. Promo- yeah. Uh, lots supporter. of different kinds, you know, whether it's like an underground club thing that's going on, or, you know. For those uh, looking out there, it's uh, www.blueshoesmedia.com. Check it out. It's real nice. Easy they, they are actually linked on our um, yes. a blog. We love it. Thank and you. we're always putting you up on our Facebook. Thank you. Can I, can I just say one more event? I'm sorry. Um no, the it's Seattle not. Center is having their 50th anniversary celebration. It's a six-month celebration, and oh, that's actually, right. the kickoff is April 21st. Oh, well, there's and a lot of things so happening on the 21st. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> going on on that day. So if you really love, you know, the Seattle Center and they're celebrating 50 years, and you want to go, there's a lot of um, exciting things around it. If you go to the next50.org. They have events for the next six months. I'm actually on the committee for the 50th anniversary bash, which is going to happen on September 8th. And we're putting together literally like a four-hour bumper shoot. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, And actually, awesome. Amalia, and, and I remember that because Amalia is helping us get some of the uh, musical acts for the event. But yeah, April 21st music. is a big kickoff for their 50-year anniversary celebration. So, so speaking of music, before yeah. we move on, what when people show up to music events, what do you see as the biggest mistakes that they make socially? Uh, usually there's a start time for the show. You know, it really depends on what kind of concert it is. But usually there's a start time. So rolling in at the last, you know, two hours into it, you know, that just like, it's a music, it's a concert, it's not so formal, so I'm going to come whenever I want to, Yeah, you know? Um, The the basic lack of respect for the artist's work that they put in months and months. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or wanting it to be free. 
Like, you know, music isn't free. I know everybody can go to iTunes and get a 99-cent download, but there's a lot of work that went into that 99-cent download. Support the artist. Yeah. Yeah. You speak with everybody else. Exactly. You speak with your pocketbook on everything. Well, and this is one of the things that I'm going to put out there. You know, this is why I love having a blog talk radio show and not being tied to a network, because I can say whatever the hell I want. But here's here the bottom comes, line. Here Our comes. society so really needs to stop thinking that everybody owes them something. It's yeah. true. Uh, you know, if you're going to go to an event, if you don't have something to offer, if you aren't bringing something to the table, then you need to pay the ticket price. You yeah. need, in life, here's the thing, and I love this. Our bodies tell the story. Mm-hmm. Every minute of every day, our bodies labor just for the air that we breathe to keep us alive. Why should we think anything else should be given to us? It's true. Absolutely. So when you when you go to these events, when you're thinking about these events, you need to, even if you're self-absorbed, I get it, there are self-absorbed people out there, <laughs> but just put it in the back of your mind what? and recognize what? What? that what if you, you were the self-absorbed person, it's going to be about you. <laughs> yes. So now, now put that person that they're self-absorbed and you know that it's going to be about them. Yes. So for yes. a half a second, make it about somebody else. So I want to say one more thing that makes music events a little bit different, especially if we're talking about a live music venue that serves alcohol. Um, so, well, you know, don't th- get those, washed. No, no, no. Those RSVP <laughs> events, we want your numbers before so we know how much out. You know, when a oh, music yeah. band, when a band is playing at a venue, really their job is to bring people in to buy alcohol. The venue doesn't give a shit what you music can say you're playing. You want doesn't this. give a shit. I mean, it doesn't really care. It doesn't the music. Their yeah. job is to sell alcohol. So right. if you're coming to an event, a music, a concert, something, first, Come because that's a huge thing, especially yeah. for independent artists. Like you have and to bring get bodies cat. through the door. Yeah, and bring a friend, and have each one of you buy a drink. Yeah, just one. You don't have to get sloshed. You don't have to bring your cat. No, we don't want you driving. You know, drinking yeah. and driving, but buy a drink because that's what the band is there. To. If yeah. they can walk out the door, and the person who picked them at the venue knows that they met their minimum with the bar. Yeah, you can. They can come back and play, and that's important. Yeah. That's really great information because I didn't know that. Yeah. I will drink. And, of course, that goes without saying in terms of etiquette, right? Don't get... Don't get oh, sloshed. Yeah. Don't get sloshed, oh, period. We, we've covered that several times. You've covered times. that several times. It's amazing how many events we go and we see it over every, every few weeks we have to recover some of these things, but that's just the way it is. <laughs> we want to thank a couple of our sponsors, Sweet Talk Wipes. Um, they clean all of your electrical equipment. They keep yes. um, you from catching colds, they, and they're set up for electrical equipment. So everything from your cell phones to your computers to when I'm done, I actually will take it and wipe down my house phone. Um, at work, we'll wipe pocket. down all the phones. We'll take it, you know, until that thing is bone dry. We'll just use it. <laughs> Your iPad. And kind iPad. fruits and nuts. They have bars. Um, and granola cereals now. I like the cereals. I oh, their cereals, cereals are really fabulous. Good. We love Kind. And Kind also has a, a great um, history behind them that they go into the community and they in, they incite acts of kindness. So um, in any any city across the United States, you're going to find that they have they have a kind truck that goes around in different cities at different weeks, and um, they in in cure kindness. Yes, we love them. For those that are listening in, there's some nice uh, art here. We've got the uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Doctor Sam, it is so great. You know, the secrets of the deep. The color. The color is what kills me. It is just, you know, as a little kid, when you're looking at the books, one of the things that hits you the most is the color that they use. And these pictures and prints are no exception. It just grabs you and takes you right back to that happy place. Non traditional. Oh, yeah, the Naughty Kitty. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) The secret Secret art. art. The secret artworks is what it is. Gunnar, do you want to tell us a little bit about the artist? Perfect timing. Yes, perfect. And actually, this is a great lead-in for Gunnar Nordstrom um, has been one of our gracious sponsors. Every month we get to do a show here, and uh, he opens up his gallery, so we get to experience art, and um, our listeners get to come in and enjoy it. And... But what I love so much about you, Gunnar, is just your presence in the community. You invite people in. You educate people. And you have this plethora of just all different kinds of art. He makes art approachable. He does. You really, really do. So with that said, tell us a little bit about this particular, because it's only in town till the 21st. Uh, no, it's in town through the 28th. The 28th. We have an okay. event here Wonderful. on the 21st, uh, 4 till 8, where we'll have the national sales rep here, Jeff Schaffman, awesome. uh, which is 
to use your term, a plethora of information. Plethora, I love of, it. Um, about Dr. Seuss and all these images. Uh, the, the secret art of Dr. Seuss is pretty amazing. This is a traveling exhibit that comes out of uh, the publishers, Chase Art in Chicago. And it's very unusual to have 42 pieces all at one time. And I believe and you're the only one here in Washington. I'm, I'm the only authorized dealer in the state of Washington I to sell it. the work. And this, this show is really quite special because they are so rare. There's paintings of, uh, uh, there, there are reproductions of paintings that uh, Dr. Seuss did um, in his studio at night. Not illustrations for books. Wow. Not um, illustrations for a magazine cover, but artwork that he did for just himself. Just from the heart, just yeah, well, for him. They're really cool. And some of these come back, come as far as 1940s, and wow. you start seeing images that um, appeared in, his, in the Dr. Seuss books of the 1950s and 60s. So it's nice to see that progression. It really is a very special, very rare show, and I would encourage anybody who has an opportunity to come out and see it. Almost oh, definitely stop by. The other thing that really struck me, and I remember we were here for the open, uh, Dr. Seuss, the art here is timeless. You can't look at it and go, oh, this is from the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, or, or from the, the 2000s. It is timeless. Yes. Well, all good art. Um, you know, he, he, he has some deco periods. He has some um, artwork that is surreal. He was he was in Paris when the surrealists. Oh wow! Were first oh, is that where Naughty Kitty came from? Naughty, Naughty, <laughs> Naughty Kitty may very well have, have come as a surrealist image. Absolutely, I love it. Um, yeah. So now you put on these events and you do uh, a finissage, which is the final of the. Um, the art that the has been the closing, put, the of, closing the exhibit, of the exhibit, right. and then you're open of the exhibit. So you do, you know, anywhere from two to four events a month, and you know, these some of these works of art can, you know, they can be five hundred dollars, they can be five thousand, they can be fifty thousand dollars. What when people are coming to this kind of an event? What types of things do you, what mistakes do you see that they make? What kinds of things would you say, you know, you really want to think about this when from you come? A social, from a social standpoint. Yes, from a, a savvy you know, standpoint. Uh, our our vernissage, which we, uh, which we've coined as the opening party to varnish, which is the very first opportunity first for clients to come in and take a look at the work. Um, you know, our parties have become infamous here. They um, are. You are the epicenter of social. Have, after 18 years in Kirkland, which was a very casual environment, um, to move to Bellevue four years ago, um, which is a little more upscale. Culture shock? It's kind of hard for people to... Um, and, and while I don't necessarily discourage any kind of dress or encourage dress, a lot of people still have the Kirkland mentality. Uh, um, and it's okay to show up in shorts. Right. Just keep it, it appropriate. It, it, it tends to be a little more um, upscale here. And I think people that, that will come in shorts the first time and flip-flops might be dressing up the next time. Yeah. You know, we're, we're pedestrian-friendly. We're a retail business. There's no right. ifs, ands, or buts about it. We're here to sell artwork, um, so we encourage anybody to come. But there is a, a decorum, you know. You don't come. Our, our alcohol is complimentary. My bartender is not. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Gunner. I like that. So, and, and you so that's treat a really. Them well. I was gonna say that is a really good point. When you are walking into, because um, I know a lot of galleries do these these opens and closes, and they do. They you guys suck up the cost. This is you're not comped for well, your alcohol. You are paying for it. Absolutely, yes. but we theme our drinks. We don't serve beer and wine. Right. We theme cocktails, and you don't get a choice from an open bar, but right. you get a pretty pink drink or you get a green drink. And or a you fabulous get a bartender. Drink, and a great bartender is going to give you a good conversation who's been in the art business for 25 years. Yeah. So yeah. I think you make a really good point when you're coming to these kinds of events. Recognize the people who are there to help you and make it a very pleasant experience and reward them. And the art is very reasonable, too. You know, yeah. People, you know, different galleries, you know, for those getting into art, ask a lot of questions. You know, the gallery owners, definitely, I know Gunnar, if I were asking him any kind of question, he could tell me, ask questions. That's oh, where you learn stuff. Yep. You know, ask questions when you talk about fashion. Ask questions when you talk about why. Ask questions when you want to talk about anything. You know, definitely will get the answer you want, and you can learn more. Mm-hmm. You know, that's always been very important to me because I come out of an educational background. I have a degree in, in fine arts and education, so I taught school. So the educational aspect has always been very important to me. Yeah. I, w- I want to be able to educate you so you can make a good decision because values are all over the board. You can walk mm-hmm. into a gallery and wonder why that's $20,000 and the dealer won't be able to tell you why. 
Yeah. God, yeah. Wow. Wow. Hey, well, OB. thank you so much, Gunnar. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Gunnar. I'm very excited. What do we get to move to next? My favorite. So Suck it up. We've got this delicious food in front of us. <laughs> so I want the coconut so one. Eat, Why did I get this so one? I want the coconut now? one. <laughs> no, I love chocolate, but I love coconut. I am dying coconut because... Coconut is what I want to try, too. We only have two. Well, here's the so. thing. And, and the reason I want to try the coconut one, and, and somebody's definitely going to have to hand her a mic, is because red this is Tanya red from velvet. Suck It Up Catering. And what I love so much about what she does is you, when you, the first couple desserts I had, I couldn't even believe that there was no added sugar. And so I wanted her to tell us a little bit about yeah. where she comes from and why um, it, she doesn't add any extra sugars as well as, I mean, she won't tell us the secret ingredients, but I'm telling you, hands down, some of the best desserts on I'm the east side of Seattle. I'm to taste them. They're Most definitely. Delicious. Of course I'm not going to tell you my <laughs> Yeah. So tell us kind of, you know, where, why did you get into desserts and, and the background from you? Oh, geez. Um, well, I've been doing it for many, many years, but honestly, my best friends are the ones that got me involved, and they were the ones that said, you have to make a business out of this. Um, you're going to go so far, and they got me all set up for it, and they told me exactly what to do, and I started doing it. Um, I've just always loved baking so and baking for other people as you well know I don't taste my own food which is crazy I did the first time I tried two was the first two desserts you said I'd never tried that before I was like how could you serve it without knowing what it tastes mm-hmm. like but now all of your desserts are inspired with the no sugar and the the, the no flour and stuff because mm-hmm. you're a diabetic I am diabetic and yes it's not the one that you're trying right now but one that one of the other cupcakes that are here right now is a raspberry almond, and I actually put fresh fruit inside my cupcake um, so I can take away that sugar from the frosting on top. Excuse me. Um, I put minimal Oh, my sugar, God, that's just way too good. <laughs> minimal sugar and minimal frosting on top just so I can have that sweetness but not add on the sugar. Well, the thing that I realized is, you know, one of the things that I've struggled with cupcakes is that Everybody is struggling to find their niche, and so they're swinging. Their pendulums are swinging from one extreme to the other. Yours are so your desserts, not just your cupcakes. Which this is the first time I've tried your cupcakes, but just your desserts are so balanced and refreshing. You know, at the end of the meal, you know, a dessert was set set up to cleanse the palate and basically just kind of end the evening for you. And these, I think, are a wonderful way of doing that. Thank you. That's what. All what I go for. So tell us what flavors we have here today. So the one that you just tried is I call my chocolate snowballs. I'm so not sharing this either. I know you've been a kid and you've tasted the chocolate snowballs you get in the grocery store made by, I think, Hostess or Betty Crocker. Um, But you get the big, huge chocolate cake, and then you have the marshmallow on top, and then the coconut. So this is my coconut snowball. So this is probably one of my most popular. It is delicious. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and what are the other ones? <laughs> and his eyes are rolling in the back of his head. I'm telling you, this is this is why, as listeners, you Wait, need to show up. Show up. Wait till she tells you about this other dessert. It's got a hidden surprise in it. Oh, the Ooh, hidden surprise? Yum. Which one is that? <gasps> that's Ooh. the almond raspberry. Yeah. That's probably one of my most popular. Deals. Okay, I want one of those too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you can try all of them. Okay, that is so socially not savvy to go and and hoard all the desserts. I'm just saying. Just so if you guys don't show up, more for us. It's all right. Yes, this is a raspberry almond. This is one of them that I was talking about, that you put the fresh fruit inside of the cake. So you can take away that sugar. You don't have to put as much frosting on top. It's very nice one. I love it. Very I love it. Very light, too. The density of the cake's not too dense. It's very light and fluffy. Even the frosting's not too terribly sweet. You know, it, it's really good flavor. It reminds me for all of our wine drinkers, which we have a lot of them. It reminds me of a very refined high-end wine because it yes. doesn't. You're not getting bit at the beginning. It has a, a, a nice finish to it. It just, it simply is a beautiful dessert. And when you think cupcakes, you know, your first thing is, oh, it's a cupcake. I'm sorry, that is not your typical cupcake. <laughs> Not even close. No, I'm I'm not going to mention the company, but, you know, I got cupcakes one time at this bakery, but it took me a week to eat one. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Most of of the the cupcake companies, there's there's one that's not too bad, which I actually really enjoy a few of theirs, but um, the other ones, what I would call the big namers in the area, 
I have to cut it in four. It takes me a week to eat a cupcake. And and I don't mean to be rude, but if you happen to be listening, tone it down on the sugar. It's a I'm fat. just saying. I'm just saying. It's like, it's too much. It's a fat. It's, you know, the big, super huge cupcakes are starting to go back down, you know, because you can't finish the entire huge four gallon thing. Well, and here's our thing is we are all about fitness and health. Cut your proportions back. I mean, we don't need to eat a whole lot of food. You know, keep it simple. Make your presentation elegant. Make the flavor good. We're good to go. Yeah, I don't have any opinions, do I? So our <laughs> second house wine is, again, from the Columbia um, Valley 2010. Made in USA, they say. Uh, for those that actually like to count the percentages, it's 45% Cabernet Sauvignon, 37% Merlot, and it's red. percent Syrah, Three percent Cabernet Cap Franc. Cap Franc. Cap Franc. Cap Franc. So that gives it a little dryness on the end. It's not too dry. It's nice. It's very tasty, very yummy. Again, I like if it. You ever get a chance to go see uh, Charles Smith? Let's go see him. Say hello. He's very approachable. That's one thing a lot. Is a lot about. of the Washington wine people, uh, wine makers, are they love? They're not in this. They're you know, of course, they're in it to make some money. And of yeah, course. don't forget to top me up. Um, yes, <laughs> They they are so passionate about their wine, which is, I think, it really does relay in the flavors. Did you say have a lot of Cabernet in it? Yes. That makes sense. Oh well, it just it tastes so it tastes so good with that chocolate. It um, does. Cupcake that I just had. Oh yeah, it was delicious combination. Very good. Sorry. And um, I think (laughs) I I think what I what I heard you say earlier was that um, it's always surprising to when you say house wine you expect. Your your bar is your, your low. Your bar is really like low. Yeah. These have both been really good, and I'm so glad that um, so you to try them out. The cupcakes she was mentioning, they're roughly about two inches in diameter and about three inches tall. Very easily one, maybe bite two size. bite size They're fabulous. Desserts. The uh, sliders are your typical oh, sliders, which looks like brioche bread. Uh, a good couple ounces of meat. Very tasty. And, of course, the quesadillas are quesadillas. Yummy if you haven't had them. Come down. They're on their happy hour menu. They're not too spicy. No, not at They've all. They've got a beautiful chipotle sauce over the top. Yes. They're yum. Got to come down. I mean, and what's reasonable about their their uh, their happy hour price is that they're for Bellevue. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, ooh, it's Bellevue. I, I can't afford it. No, really, these are really reasonable price. I have to say, um, most of the, the venues that Socially Savvy has been to in Bellevue, mm-hmm. they have Fabulous pricing to begin with, and then when they've instigated their their um, happy hours, really, really nice. I mean, again, nobody should expect anything for free, but when you can get a great value and really enjoy an ambiance as well as the food, it's nice, especially in Belgium. Yeah, well, I have to say. Okay. Oh, no, go ahead, Amalia. I was going to say, I've discovered a couple of venues just coming to your live broadcast because Yay. I don't get to Bellevue often, and coming to your live, I've... Sweet Lounge, uh-huh. and then Spazos? Is that the last Yes, Spazos, yeah. which was our, our one-year yeah. show. And yep. now gonna, this is my first time here, so yeah. thank you. I well, just don't have to follow LB. She's my <laughs> well, I'm ambassador. really excited about, because on my way here, I was looking at my Facebook, and Sweet Lounge is a new drink called the Blonde on Blonde, which is yes. champagne, yes. vodka, and pineapple juice, so I totally have to go we're and try We're it totally, out. well, and that's I the thing, is the after party tonight is over at Sweet Lounge, so when we get all settled and finished here after the broadcast, we go over there, and we get to actually socialize and exercise whatever it was that we learned. I'd like to also thank uh, Nordstrom for providing a lot of the swag bag little accoutrements, the polo, the, uh, I can't see it. Tressar. Tressar. They, um, we have um, Bulgari, Omni. There's a lot of neat we little We have stuff. Elemis. We have Lancome, USA. We have um, Go Smile. We have Chanel. We have Laszlo. One of the things that's been so great about our relationship with um, Bellevue Nordstrom's is their cosmetic department. Yes. And it's not just their cosmetics, but um, Nordstrom's cosmetic departments across the nation have um, started one of the biggest sampling programs. And it yes. was funny because there was an article done on sampling and they weren't mentioned, which rocked everybody's world because they do sample Saturdays where they literally hand out hundreds of what? samples. Men, and, men, and we're not just talking about up. Saturdays, but we're talking every day. And, you know, they encourage sampling because they realize that you, a lot of times, you know, if you're going to have a reaction, you're going to know in one to two applications. Yeah. There are some products that I try to encourage people to realize that it's not about that. Like, they're not going to sample lipstick. They're not going to sample eyeshadow. But uh, 
it, and the other thing is texture and scent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Those those are all really important, and they want you to leave with a product that you're happy with, so they are happy to sample you. They do this for men too, and for men who yeah. are freshly dating or married. I am married too. Go and, and smell the girls. They'll spray it on the paper, and they'll tell you what it's about the spices. And they'll when help you walk through it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you start learning what your wife, your spouse, your date to be smell is. I tell you what, when you walk in and you give them a bottle of a perfume, that goes a long way. Oh, yeah. Well, and there's going to be an event coming up on the 26th that I'm hosting where it's going to be a master class. And we're going to be going over just some cosmetic tips because I think a lot of people get really intimidated by the cosmetics department. Why should men go to that? Um, men, this one is actually geared towards women. Next month we're going to have one that's geared towards men. Ah, there you go. And... It just gives you an opportunity where you're not feeling like you're under pressure, you're not going to be on the floor, where you can ask those questions. Because men are starting to become more concerned with their skin care as well because yes. skin care is not a primping thing. This is about basic maintenance. You're going to be in your body for, you know, 90, 100 years. Yeah. <laughs> I love one of our listeners. Can we talk about the brows? We're talking about eyebrows. We had, uh, speaking of eyebrows, Go ahead. I, I just want to say, and you have, might have covered this, but the reason I love sample, a friend of mine, actually Brian Howard, who who's a friend of mine, he said he loves samples because when he has to travel, they're he great. just get those little samples and you don't have to worry about if you're doing like a one-day right. travel thing, you can just do that. And I was like, that's a great idea. How come I didn't think of it? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I actually now... Of a show, and I know it's just a day thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of stop by some counter. I'm like, "Can you carry a sample of this perfume?" Just because then I don't have to worry about taking, you know, liquids. So and, yeah, and don't be afraid to talk to the girl behind the counter because she'll talk to you and she'll she'll give a minute. She'll think. She'll look at you. She might even smell you a little bit. And she's like, "Okay, you know what? You're this smell." Right. I'm not. She'll like, ask you questions that will be able to figure out your lifestyle and do that. It's amazing because I'm yeah. not a spice kind of guy. I'm more of a kind of a sweeter kind of guy, and I I can go up to a girl who's been working there for a while and they know their scents, and she'll go, No, 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 that's not for you. This is for you, and it's yeah. perfect. And I'll take it back. And my wife, she goes, Oh my god, that is so great. Where'd you pick that up? Okay. I've been going to the wrong store. Sorry, because oh, yeah. I haven't had that. I went to another <laughs> store, and it took me like hours. To oh, okay. <laughs> there are some stores <laughs> you just don't want to walk into. To get taken care of. Um, but one of the things I do want to, and we were talking about, you know, socially savvy, uh, how to handle things and what's appropriate, what's not. If you just need one or two samples to go on a vacation or something, just ask. Do and and please, please take this with what I am trying to say. Don't waste their time asking them a million questions. These people have sales goals. These people have obligations. They have other customers. So if you are in there just for a couple samples to try, that is totally okay. Don't feel obligated to to, to try to make them feel like you're going to to buy something if you're not in a position to buy. That's a-okay. And and I'm usually forward. I'm like, look, I'm traveling. Yeah. This is the scent that I usually buy. And I just need to because I'm traveling, and I don't want to, because usually I won't yeah. buy the scent from there anyway. Exactly. Yeah. I just need that little sample for the yep. day. And sometimes, I'm sorry, like I went obviously to the wrong store. And they told me we don't have any because I told, I was honest with them about yeah. what I Well, and a lot of times we don't get that. Now, one of the things that's really nice about um, Nordstrom's over here is they do can yeah. make them if they yeah. have the tester. Yeah. So, again, yeah. you know, just understand like anything else. But now I'm sort of like if I just have any sample, it doesn't have to be my scent. If I have a sample, I save it for that. It's just it's like a great For the travel. Thing, yep. You know? Yep. Yep. So today's show was featuring socially savvy events. What should we remember when attending events, Elby? Um, wear appropriate attire. Take we- the time to read through the invitation and wear appropriate attire. Um, again, being socially savvy is making sure people around you are comfortable. So if you're wearing a pro- inappropriate attire, not only do you typically, if you actually give a damn about other people, will you feel uncomfortable, <laughs> but if you, even if you don't give a damn about other people, you're going to make other people uncomfortable if you're not in, in attire that is appropriate for the event. Yeah, you want to be so. approachable. Men, I in Thanks your shirts. You. Yeah. I in your shirts. You know, if you're really in a jam, men. Devil's in the uh, details. It's in the details. If you're in a jam and you're having a problem with your your shirts not quite ironed out, uh, there's some. Uh, uh, I'll, they're not a sponsor of us yet, but I want it to be. Is uh, Men's Warehouse? They will. I love help, Men's Warehouse. Uh, start your shirt or not start your shirt. Steam your shirt, and they will help you tie your tie and bow tie. Love that. They will help love you. That. Yes, they will That's help awesome. you. That's awesome. Men's their, department your over yeah, at Nordstrom's also. They all. Yep. They actually have a little thing that they will show you how to do it, so you can take it home and do it too. Well, golly gee. We love that. Yes, golly gee, gosh. 
Please. Okay, so the but, other thing, when you're attending an event, leave the bad language at home. Oh, darn. Drop your um, F-bombs at your garage before you pull out. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, if you can say them in a different language that most people don't know. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe, I suppose. But, you know, seriously, when you're out, because I think a lot of people forget that, you know, growing up, foul language usually, when you're a little kid growing up, foul language usually has a connotation of anger uh, attached to it. And you can really severely affect the people around you if you start using swear words. And we're not talking about making them uncomfortable. We're talking about jolting memories of, you know, intense things. So just stay away from the bad language. Especially if you're on a date, guys. You know, I, I'm yeah. speaking for the guys. It's like, you know, kind of chill out on the, you know, the F bombs, the B bombs, you know, take it to the next level. Kind of take that class up, especially at Be a polite. Gala. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've learned, because I'm, I'm, I'm awful. I have no poker face. You can read everything in my face, but I'm learning to. <laughs> We're working love on this. We're working on this. So, Molly is my friend. But really, like, when you go to the oh, event, help. I realize that most of the times I'm kind of disappointed at the event. And so then I kind of start talking about how bad it is. So just leave that at home. Yeah, leave that at home. You know what I mean? Because it, it puts everybody around you kind of uncomfortable. like uncomfortable. And then you yourself are like, why am I? So just, you know, don't badmouth the event during the event. No. Well, and, and, do it. Do it after the event and do it with people you trust. And, and you know what? The other thing to bring up, which this came up today on a post, and I'm going to throw it in there. We've only got like five minutes left, but I'm going to throw it in there. If you have a bad experience, communicate it because... Can I tell you how many times either there was a miscommunication, somebody didn't know something, or they want the opportunity to fix it? There are so many businesses out there who really value your opinion, but we're so caught up in um, talking about the negative only. We did a challenge, and we're going to do it in about seven weeks again. Where we're going to socially, Debbie's going to challenge you for seven days to do to go in there and do positive yelps and and all these Based different reviews positive. for yes. your favorite places, the people who take care of you on a daily basis, and go up to your your garbage man and go, dude, really seriously, thank you for taking that thank you stuff away. <laughs> you know, these, there's a lot of people out there who make your life so much easier. Appreciate True. them. Um, and when people do make mistakes, like you're saying, you know, don't say anything about it. Maybe go to them and say, you know, this is how I felt. I, it, and if they give you a bad attitude or whatever, then, you know, yelp away because God yeah, knows yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. putting on events like Sonar and I do, we want to hear the feedback. Yes. Yeah. I want to hear That's the only way I mean, you can improve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it for me. It's not for me to have a place to go tonight. Like, I'm doing it for other people, you know, so totally I want the feedback. One of the last things here in attending events is to be informed. So right before you leave out the door, uh, just kind of give a quick look at the event. You know, sometimes it changes. Uh, last yes, week, last week sure. we talked about events that changes and, you know, give a last moment, as which kind of leads into, you know, things to remember when you're holding events. If you're holding an event, if you have a last-minute change, Throw it up there on your Facebook, your as Google Plus. As soon as humanly as possible. As as Give possible. as much lead time with as much information as possible. Um, we talked about this. Be clear on attire specifications. Yes. You know, put that out there. Maybe even do a little quick little blog about, you know, just a reminder, attire is blah, blah, blah. And then maybe give a description of what that means. Um, plan well. Don't, like what you're saying, don't show up to a, a, a concert event late. Well, you know, it took me an hour for parking. I'm sorry. If there's 100,000 people showing up, plan for it. Yeah. You know, make sure when you Personally, go to the Puyallup Fair, you plan yes. to walk for two miles. That's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you know, when you're holding events, don't overcommit. Don't say you're going to do something and not be able to deliver. Say what you mean and mean what, what? you say. Absolutely. So many fun events coming up, LV. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. This next couple of weeks is just a blast. We did, um, actually, I think you, um, Sonara, brought up the FGI Beauty event. So we've covered that up. That's tomorrow. Then on Wednesday, we have Chick Chat for their Girls' Night Out Salon Soirees at Wink Lash Extensions. Um, For more information on that event, you can go to Chick Chat Seattle and um, find out the details. The key with this particular event, and this is a perfect example of an event where you need to read all the way through. If you're going to attend this event, you have to call ahead and book your appointment. Uh, So great, Mm. you get great services at a discounted rate and um, wine tasting. They have food, they have beverages, they have all kinds of fun things there. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. You know, there's those times it's like they got a mini manicure, body browning. You get to choose. Yeah. See, you know, I'm Latino, so I don't have to worry about body browning. (laughs) Jason, you are Latino. I am French. I know. We got a lot of Latin going on in this room. I love it. Three Latinos on your show today. Yeah. Hello, I'm Latino. She has four. That's the day I was born. Okay. I don't know. Okay. 
Okay, I'm sorry. Can I can can I also say you can visit um, Fem City Seattle? Search Fem City Seattle or Fem Fessional for all of our events that are coming up. We have a headshot session, which you can get hair, makeup, professional headshots done for fifteen dollars. Oh, I love that. May twelfth, fifteen dollars. Yeah. Okay, so Schmooze and Booze, April 12th, Wednesday from 530 to 830. That is going to be over here at the Bellevue Hyatt Regency Hotel. You're definitely going to need to check our Facebook pages for that as we are quickly running out of time. Um, plan ahead. Again, Passport this weekend. Gotta it go is there. going to be going the 21st and the 22nd. Um, endless wine tasting and treats kick off the yeah. Like us on Facebook. So like us on Facebook for all our social and if you like us on Facebook, you're going to be entered in drawings for special prizes throughout the month. Today we're encouraging everybody to give us their business cards because we will be handing out special prizes. We've got bottles of wine. We've got all kinds yep. of fabulous Show stuff. Show up, guys. Prizes and swag. Hands we, down. We think so. We want to thank our sponsors today, um, Gunnar Nordstrom's House Wine, Sweet Talk Wipes, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Lencombe U.S., Bulgari Fragrances, Cascade Ice, Kind Bars, Pop Chips, Jess at Bellevue Salon 7, Sweet Lounge, Femme City, Blue Shoes, and Up Cupcakes and Catering. Yay, Everybody have a socially savvy week, and we look forward to chatting with you next week. Have a great Yay. time. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.